Right. And then this is again. Now the thing that there we go. Good afternoon. Um, hi. Hi. So <laughs> our our noon hour is, is always interesting, but we are super 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 excited um, that Johnny and Renee are going to be teaching. Um, really happy. Yay! Um, and um, yeah, um, just super excited by that. And um, I just I love their heart. I love their ability to persevere. I love their their willingness to um, be humble, to be vulnerable, and to be to be good stewards of God's word. Not perfect stewards, but good stewards. And um, you know, if anyone's got it perfect, please come up here and teach. No. <laughs> We don't want perfect people teaching. Right. We don't want perfect people teaching. Okay. Well, I, I wouldn't mind Christ teaching. Oh, all right. Okay. He already is. Yeah. There you go. There, there we go. Full circle. All right. So uh, thank you guys all for being here. Uh, we're looking forward to Johnny and Renee being part of the teaching team. And so let's go ahead and pray. Father, thank you for today. And thank you for what you're going to share with us. Father God, we've heard... I like church because we tend to hear the same message over and over and over again sometimes, but we hear it in different ways because of where we've grown and where we perceive different things because of where we're growing in our life. So Father, as Johnny and Renee talk about the emotional cup and our emotions today, Father God, it's going to be things that we've heard, but allow us to hear it freshly today from different hearts through whom you're speaking. Because, Father God, all of that is important. So, Father God, I pray for Johnny and Renee that you just give them that freedom to be transparent and to reveal your heart to us in a new and completely different way today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank all right, knock them alive. Thank you. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, get this started. But we uh we first wanna just be uh uh humbling saying how humbling it is to be able to stand here and we thank God for uh the people that he has put in our lives and, and this teaching and that we have been able to learn and put forth in our life. Uh through sometimes through real struggle, uh, that we're able to uh, persevere and understand as we continue to learn uh, the things that is going to help us become more of a caring people. And that's through all of us. And through the last few weeks, what we've been talking about, uh, one of the, the questions that came up, the first question was, you know, uh, how do we remove that aloneness? Uh, and then the next one is uh, needs that uh, need to be met. Uh, we're going to uh, uh, be dealing with in, in the next section in this lesson is uh, what pain is there to be healed. And a lot of times when we think about what pain is to be healed is I think Pastor John said it even this morning. Uh, how can we heal something that we don't know that's there? And through this lesson, 
one of the things that, that I have uh, realized that there's pain uh, within me as a, as a man, uh, it goes way back to my childhood. And there's different stages. And one of the things that Renee will talk about is, is as we going through this lesson is what I view as trauma could be totally different than what someone else view as trauma. Because what I viewed as trauma was running to the hospital in the, in the ward. But what someone else can view as trauma is being belittled as a seven-year-old from their parent that told them they wasn't going to be nothing. So one of the things that I've learned as far as a pain that I can identify with in my, in, in, in my own life is that I'm, I'm one of 10 children and I was raised by in a family where the women was dominant. My mom was a dominant woman. My sisters was the ones that came out and fought for me. Uh, so without knowing that, I brought that mentality into my manhood. And with that, you know, becoming a Christian, I've been a Christian for years, but learning that when I became a Christian, you know, you learn these scriptures about, you know, when I was a child, I spake as a child, I thought as a child, when I became a man, I would put away childish things. And then taking that out of context, it's like, man, that stuff happened when I was a baby. It don't affect me now. That's not the truth. For me, it affects me right now when, when I can come to the realization that, you know, when I can identify that hurt, that pain that was in me that may cause me to do the things uh, when we talk about uh, needs being unmet or something like that, that destructive behavior, that rebellions, that, that those things that God has showed me that I need to be as far as a husband to Renee. But when we call heated fellowship happen, what I want to do is what I may have did when mom told me Boy, do this, don't say nothing, just do what I say. So I want to rebel. So my rebellion may not be, you know, going out and do the things I did as a child as far as getting in trouble, but it still may be retreating, getting back from Renee, not allowing Renee to know that that's something that affected me and my way of dealing with it to protect myself is to get back. So that's something that I have learned, even just us discussing this lesson and getting into really talking about it. And, and I thank God for her just being able to see that part. Now the healing can start taking place because she know, you know, that that's not her. And I have to come to realize it's, it's not Renee. It's not Renee. It's something that I didn't even deal with then. Maybe some of us has dealt with some of those childhood pains, and, and but there's different stages as we learn within this lesson of, of what we're going to be talking about. And it's an ongoing thing. I don't think we never get to the point to where it's just over because there's different stages. There's that childhood pain. That's that adolescence pain. That's that yesterday pain, yes. you know. Yes. So uh, as we go into this lesson and and, and, and ask God to continue to reveal things to us uh, that, that's important to make us that caring person. And a lot of times, you know, 
we pertain it to our marriage, but it, it, it pertains to co-workers, our brothers and sisters, you know, those that, you know, moms and daughters and, 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 and the people that's in our spirit of influence. But one of the things we learned last week, I think even with uh, Leona asked the question about this baby is crying, this baby is crying, what should I do? Well, we can do the things that we know to do, but when we know that person, when we know that baby, we can do exactly what that baby needs because we we know that person. So I think in, in this section, uh, just being, we, being vulnerable and, and being sensitive to one another to where certain things will uh, be said or, or certain things will come want to come up and a lot of times when those things want to come up fear will kick in and and what I believe fear does it allows it it's I believe fear is the root of selfishness and the reason why I say that and and it's not so much that it's bad all the time but we as a human we want to protect ourselves so in protecting ourselves to against that fear, we will not become intimate. Fear will keep me from thinking of others because I want to protect myself. Fear will keep me from becoming close because I want to protect myself because there's pain involved with revealing those things that, that we uh, need to within ourselves to be more helpful to someone else. That's good. So I, I really appreciate um, that jo what Johnny just shared and just um, being very transparent. Um, and so when we're talking about what pain needs to be healed, pain, painful things that happen in our life is not something that we want to talk about. It's not something that we're comfortable with talking about. And even just doing this lesson, I'm like, ooh, do I want to talk about this? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it because it hurts. Pain hurts. And it hurts to the point where it makes you internalize the decisions that you have made in life. It makes you reflect, it reflect back on why I do what I do. But in order for us to identify that pain and where it comes from, it helps us get to the healthy relationships that we need to have. And even if we're already in them, and they start showing up from the childhood things that Johnny may have mentioned, it helps us to either work at it, like Pastor said today, we're either going to choose the word or the world's way. And so the world's way of doing things sometimes is medicating it or masking it. And I, I, I intentionally and purposely today dressed up because I don't do this all the time. I come to class sometimes in jeans and just regular dress down. But this is what we do. We dress it up. We put makeup on it. We put, we put, you know, we put everything on top of our pain. But God is saying, it's okay. Come as you are. And I grew up in the Church of God in Christ. I grew up where the missionaries sat on the front row. They wore the beautiful hats and they wore the, all the suits. And I just got, I'm, I got to the point where it's like, it's not even about the look. It's not even about what we dress up. It's not about what we make up. It's about the brokenness and the hurt and the pain that's on the inside of us that God wants to heal even right now as I'm speaking. 
because it hurts for me to say that, you know, growing up as a child that, you know, my mom called me stupid. She told me I was stupid. Every other, and I mean, just even so recently, I mean, writing letters to me, telling me that I'm stupid, you know? So those things are very hurtful things. And to be in a relationship and say that I really wasn't ready to be married to this man, but we came in this thing broken together, you know? So I know God is gonna use this and he's gonna take our brokenness and allow it to be used for something else because I know there's purpose in our pain. And we'll talk about that in the weeks coming that there is potential in our pain. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed of who I am today because I know who I am today. And so I think when we take the painful things that have came into our lives and that continue to come and show up in our lives, that we see that God has purpose in that. And, and not all the times that we think that pain hurts, it does, but it's something in there. It's, somebody needs to hear what we need to you know, um, share today or, or just those family members or um, coworkers need to see what, you know, what we've been through. We can't be ashamed of our pain. That's, we can't take the shame of it and allow it to shape who we are. And I, the only even shared last week about, you know, um, it shows up in a lot of phases of emotions. You know, it, it comes out in our emotional cup. And we're going to talk about that. If I can get someone to help me hand these things out. And as we talk about um, the, the timeline of, of our adolescence growing up into teenage and, um, and even the pain that we... Um, in, in recently now are experiencing how it shows up. So I want to give us time to identify if we can, and even before we go into this, um, you know, be, be, be comfortable. Hopefully this, this class, some of you have been returners, you've been here before, and you can trust one another to be able to share and identify with your pain and what pain um, has been inflicted on you rather it being from childhood. Um, some of us, of us um, may have grown up, grown up in, um, in life where, with families that we haven't had so much pain inflicted on us. Maybe the, maybe the pain is just so recent, you know? So let's um, take some time to talk amongst each other and let's look at the handouts and let's see what's in our emotional cup today from the lifetime events that has occurred so we can talk about it. We're gonna give you all a few minutes and to identify the pain. So, so that, we handed that out to uh, help stimulate what we're looking uh, forward to try to bring up. But, but one of the things that we have learned and we're learning between us and and just with people in our spirit of influences, how important it is for me, Johnny, to identify with my pain so I can be more helpful in helping someone with their pain. Because a lot of times, if someone come with me in pain and I'm dealing with my own pain, my focus, I can listen to them, but as far as making that connection with that person and, and really discerning that that person is hurting and, 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 and need, if I'm consumed with my own self, it's going to not allow me to be fully there for that one, for that individual coming alongside them and 
really focusing on that and 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 that's what uh that just giving you guys those hands out and just connecting with some of those things especially that life events one is really deep because it it goes into some of the things that we as individuals that's been in church a long time we know scriptures we know the bible says you know speak those things as not as though they were and, and and how you know now that i'm in christ jesus all things has become new and and we know all of those things to say but i think especially with me i can speak on myself better than i think most people can and one of the things that i've learned because i've been over men's departments i've been in boards or whatever and in the church of god in christ and when i first became saved you know i've, I've always had an open heart to people or whatever and by me being that person and getting those pats on the back it allowed me to stuff my pain even the more and that pain didn't really come into effect to 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 me at, until I started learning, and still until I really started learning and getting into, you know, being open to, you know, picking up that phone and calling Ron for the first time, and coming to you know marriage class and listening to Joe and Leona and 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 getting in the cleansing stream and listening to Paul and Kathy, to where it's like man, you know, for a long time I was really stuffing. But I was stuffing because it looked good, right? It looked good. As long as I look good, I could dress it up. I start to you come in here. Good. I start to come in here with a tuxedo on, right? But when I take that tuxedo off and when I lay my head on that pillow at night, mm -hmm. those Still. pains, those childhood pains would really come up. And just sharing, and, and every time I would share, and sometimes I would go to a men's class or whatever, or to a men's retreat, and most of the time, you know, we always talk about just getting better, just getting better, you know. Close your eyes and visualize where you want to be in five years. Yeah, I want that house. Yeah, I want a wife. Yeah, I want to be there for my kids. But it never dealt with the fatherliness. It never dealt with me as a standout athlete at times. Always, everybody else get in the car with their parents. I was always walking to the bus stop by myself. I never had a chance to share that. Because uh, in, in where I come from, and, and, and being, you know, in my household, like I said, my mom was dominant. Those feelings and, and, and things that I dealt with, it was like, you know, you just grow through that. You just grow through that. You just keep it. As far as f coming to someone and telling them how I feel or whatever like that, I didn't have that. So I'm saying that to say that that never went away because I never dealt with it. And I never knew how important it is until I got into this kind of work. And being able to open up myself to you know, Ron and Jean or Joe and Leona and people that, you know, I, I generally understood care. And how did I find out they care? Because of their vulnerability toward me. They let me know about their pain, which made it a safe place for me to tell them about my pain. And that's very important in the work that we're, you know, uh, 
in, endeavoring in to, to, to do, and one of the things that, that I can totally say without a shadow of a doubt, emotional wounds come from, usually come from three things. Uh, sins, uh, things people did to us, things people take, has taken away from us, and our own sins. But in every one of them, I can say, because I have learned that God was with me every step of the way. Yes, and that's the only reason why I stand here today. But, and that and that's something that I, I didn't think then. But learning that scripture that even when I was in my sin, God loved me and protect me. Just yesterday, uh, just I went to the city. I went and seen my little brother. And uh, my cousin was there and we was just talking and, and uh, we got to talking about one of my friends who passed away and his little brother, Dante, I asked about Dante, he's like, man, Dante, I'm sleeping under the bridge now. And uh, my cousin, Carlos, he got right into, man, he, his family was good to him, man, his family, you know, he got, came up in a, in a, in a good family. And right away, it's like, cuz, you don't know the pain Dante probably was living in, though. He, he was in pain. But we don't understand that. And it, and it brought me back to how important it is for us to really uh, recognize that when, when people do things, I think we said it last week, we have to look under the need, what is under that deed that they yeah, did so it was like it, it was it's something how just a, a a boatload of things would would what's coming at us this week and dealing with deaths of uh my son and his auntie the oldest son just passing just yesterday just yesterday i mean just out of the blue my son called me and tell me this kid is 38 he called me. He's on a life support. What pain that mother. I know them. We know them well. They just buried another, uh, their last son in January. The middle son. What pain. And, 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 uh, and I say that to say that God is really trying to show me something in that. Because we don't know where people are. And all of us are in different places in our lives or whatever. But what what can make us that uh, significant person is to be able to identify the pain that they may and be able to come alongside them and not preach to them. <laughs> not so much, you know, because a lot of times... Like I said, coming up in the church of God in Christ, it was always said, man, just do better. And then we get into that try harder syndrome. Just try harder. Just put the word on it. <laughs> I don't understand the word. Just give me a hug. Maybe a hug. Maybe just give, sit down and get, but how do I get to that point? How does that person get to that point? Because they identify with the pain that's there. And without that, I, I, I don't think that we can continue on. And I use me and Renee relationship 
because we came into this thing and Renee been in church all her life. <laughs> she been in church all her life. Her mama took her to church all the time. I was right. different. My mom went to church. We went to church at a certain time, you know, Christmas and Easter. But she went to church all her life. So she had a different outlook. Sometimes it was because she learned the religious way of doing things. But when we doing real life, all that religious stuff and all of that, it don't help us. It get us into this cycle. It get us in, and we've been in that crazy cycle. And thank God for people to text me or call me and say, man, you know what? You got to deal with the trauma that you dealt with in your life. That ain't Renee. You got to deal with how you feel as a man. What, what you did, that little boy that was wounded back at the age of 12. Those things are popping up at times. But I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's easy for me to say, if she do right, I do right. It was easier. It was easier for me to do that than for me to dig deep, expose myself to men that has been walked that walk, and be vulnerable and man enough to say, I don't know how to do it. Help me. And that's one thing that we was even discussing this morning about the scripture that you came with about accent. I mean, we have not because we ask not. But what do I know to ask for? Do I know how to ask for that that I need? Have I learned? Am I learning? Yes. Yes. And it's it's just through so much and and, and you know, I can go on and on, but I'm not because <laughs> If you you can tell that I'm the more emotional one at times with this, but it's okay. It's real. It's okay. If I can add, it's okay. So it's important. I know Pastor gave us a lot of homework, so I'm gonna add to the homework because I think what we're talking about is so important that we identify with our own pain. It's almost to the point where we really delay someone else's purpose because we're not walking in ours. So in order for us to get where we need to get and get healed from our pain, we have to continue to identify it. So identify it is basically what we're doing right now. We're being transparent. We're talking about our pain and what has showed up in our lives from childhood or either yesterday's pain. But with the handouts, um, I would ask you all to take those, those handouts, um, go home and identify weekly. When things come up within you, put it down in your cup. What's in, what's in my cup? What am I dealing with? Take the time to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to that area. Because like Johnny alluded to earlier, there's times when we retreat, when we have those heated fellowships. For me, I will go run away into, into our guest room and I just go. And so for me, it, it's retreating, but it's what I've learned to do is it wasn't always also always healthy in the way I did it, but what I did was I cried out to God. And I said, God, you're, I'm dealing with some hurt right now. I'm dealing with some pain, and I don't know how to respond to this man correctly. So there's some tools that I only can get from God. So me crying out to God in those times was allowing me to ask the scripture that Johnny talked about. And if you look at that scripture, it said, it's, uh, someone can get it. It's um, John... 
Now it's Matthew 7 and 8. If we really break that scripture down, that verse, is Christ is saying, ask, knock, seek, continue to keep. Even though the pain is there, he wants us to continue to come to him because he has the answer. It's, it's, the pain that has to be healed is only going to come from him. And it's also going to connect, it's, it's also going to be from us connecting with one another. What you're doing when you're breaking off and doing those exercises and identifying with your pain, you're connecting with people that you trust. So if we continue to do this and be that community that comes alongside each other to help one another in our pain, then we help each other walk to the per walk and get to that purpose that we need to get to. Because trust me, I don't want to stay in that pain. I don't want that hurt. And I know that, that God has not called me to hold all that hurt and pain. I believe it was for a season, but I believe that he's called me, us for us, not just me, us to identify with that pain, acknowledge it, and say this is what it is, but it doesn't identify me. It's not who I am. My mom called me stupid, but that doesn't mean who I am. I may not have the, the education or the degrees that I'm supposed to have, but God had placed me right now today at a university. I am at a university, and I am... I don't, I don't even really believe that I'm there. It's like I'm still pinching myself every day. I sit in meetings with presidents. So I don't, so for, my, for the things that have, my mom has said about me, I have to shake my head and say, no, I'm not that. Because God has placed me in places, and that's part of my healing. God is showing me, look, this is what I'm doing. And I'm not walking in that place and what Pastor talked about today about prestige. I'm humbled because I have, like I said, I have to pinch myself and say, I'm not here. I'm not here. Why am I here? Some things I don't have to, under, I don't understand. And I have to Google it. I don't even understand my pain sometimes. It's visible. It's invisible sometimes. We can't really, I can't pinpoint when my dad and my mom broke up what pain affects me today. I'm still trying to understand it, but I can't stay there. Right. We can't stay in that place. We got to pick up that cross that cross that Christ picked up because look at the pain that he suffered for us. He did it for us. So we have to know that that scripture says we have to keep asking. God, take this, this pain. Take this pain from me. I, after I've identified it, I have to ask him to take it. And then I have to keep seeking. I have to keep seeking him. I have to keep knocking, Lord. It's coming up again. This pain is still here. It won't go away. But I have to keep asking him until he manifests himself fully. And then he begins to show me my purpose. And then the light begins to shine more. It comes on. He starts to reveal himself more to me. And then I stay in his word more because his word is going to heal me. So I can't stay in that place and not get in his word. I'm in that hurt place, but I have to get in his word so his word can heal it. Am I making sense? Okay, so I want to throw out some questions. What What are some of the pains that we can identify with that are on the list that you may not be able to identify with? Can we just throw them out? I had, I had that same pain that you have that being told you. Mm -hmm, you're stupid. Of, you know, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. it, took a, it, it was like, it was crazy because when I met her, she 
started telling me I was smart. I didn't believe her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but but she kept telling me that, it kept backing me up in the things that I was doing, and and I got better at it. And, yeah. You know, but I mean, that pain is real. It's but real. It started when I was young. So. Yeah. Anyone else? Thank you for sharing. I had the the pain of, of not being good enough. Yeah. Same thing. The mother who, I mean, I would um, do the dishes and she'd say, well, why didn't you clean the rest of the kitchen? Take out the trash. Well, why didn't you sweep the floor? Bring home A's and B's. Well, why did you get all A's? I got all A's. Mm -hmm. I said, you don't get all A's. Hmm. So I grew up with that from, you know, early on, thinking mm -hmm. that I was never going to be good enough, no matter what I did. And I stroked always to get AIDS because I had that wow. ingrained in me that B was never going to be good enough. Wow. So, that yeah. same mother, she, you know, ended up having two nervous breakdowns and making her own life. Mm. As I did before, the same age I am now. So, where did that get her? Mm. If that's the way she was raised, and that's the way she yeah. raised us. Without a father, she was the dominant parent. And mm. So that's still something I'm still working on. Yeah. Well, that's good that you identify with that and, and recognizing that those are the lies of the enemy and that we don't bring those same patterns into our you know, adult life and then we start implementing them with our children. So those are the curses that come you know, in the family structure and the dynamics of um, how we were raised. But, you know, God has called us to, um, uh, you by one, identifying it and knowing that there were lies from the enemy. And now you walk in the purpose that God has called you to walk in. And yeah, it's a process. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to, uh, even with, uh, this lesson talks about potential as well. So we, we, we will get into the potential. Uh, potential is what it can be, right? What, what, as I learn though and identify and the potential of me, the, 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 re the result of me learning and identifying my pain has the potential to get me to where God would want me to be, to be a more impactful individual, to be a more loving husband, a more concerned person with my coworkers, whoever may be in my spirit of influence. So we, we don't want to uh, run no one away with just the pain part of it. <laughs> but, Take that pain but and I do think, with it. Right? But I think that to start, there's that's where we have okay. to start yeah. because there's a, there's a there's either when I talked about you know the three things that that will come from uh, that emotional wounds usually come from uh, there's 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 uh, I would say roads we can take to deal with that we can get into the process of learning how to be healed from it. Uh, that we can grow into having good intimate relationships or we can refuse that and stay at arm's length with people because that's what pain does it's like 
you know we can we can think it's coming and if we haven't dealt with it the right way then my arms gonna go out one of the things even in our counseling with Leona and with uh uh Gene and Ron one of the things that I used to always uh I used to always say was that you know I feel like Renee challenges me and the reason why is because I hadn't identified that even though she was trying to help me, I hadn't identified with this thing about how, because my wife is bold. She's bold. She's a strong woman. And the way that she would tell me things sometimes, this feeling will come up was like, here it is again, somebody just telling me what to do, not hearing me. I never, you know, I don't have a voice. You don't trust what I'm saying, things like that. Where was that coming from? I had to identify that. So in reality, she was more like challenging your faith. JT, what are you going to do with your faith? But you were taking it as more of an attack. Yes, okay. personal. Yeah. Okay. And they used to always say, I know Joe used to always say, he's like, man, you can't take it personal. But I didn't know, right? I mean, these are things we, I mean, we've been together 22, 21 years. So for a lot of my years, I didn't, I didn't even understand at that part. Because again, you know, getting into church and getting into God. I know God now, everything, all I need is me and God. I'm going to be good. Got some work to do, God usually helps us right, through right, one another. We are helpers one to another. A lot of times, I got this hat, and it says, as long as I got King Jesus, right? <laughs> you wear that hat around, and you tell people. People people come to you, man, you looking good, or you doing this, or you doing that. It's just me and God. But when I stop, mm -hmm. and I think about it, and it's usually on my way to work, or when I get home by myself and I stop, everything is off. I think about the events of my life, and I'm just so grateful that I still first have a right mind. Amen. That I have a mind to know that I need help. And the help don't come just from me just standing in that room by myself. Because what I might think the scripture to be ain't what it really is. And, and 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 in doing what we're doing now, it just it just brings up so many different things to where I I see the potential of me learning and identifying those things, how it can not only help me but anyone that I'm come in contact with, as long as I uh seek to have a relationship to get to know that individual. things or whatnot of, of people that have never seen color before and they get a glasses that have allowed them to see color mm. and and when you're when you're sharing I keep thinking that you go around with you know in your case maybe your mom glasses on mm -hmm. and you're not realizing you're wearing mom glasses yeah. you yeah. know you're seeing black and white through mom's eyes so when Renee is is 
doing Renee, you're seeing mom. Yes. You know, and it takes an outsider to say, well, wait a second, there's actually another set of glasses that are not, Yes. you know, black and white. There's a lot more color, there's a lot more depth. Why don't you try these on to mm -hmm. help you recognize that you had a pair of glasses on that was distorting things? Yes. You know, and that's what I appreciate. Um, about the practical things, you know, being vulnerable with one another helps us to see um, what type of glasses we can walk around. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's what good. What I like about Gene's to analogy too is that usually when you first get a pair of glasses, um, whether or not they're colored or, or you know, just glasses, you're disoriented. Yeah. Mm. Even though it's trying to straighten up your vision, mm -hmm. you're, you're still like, wait a second, and then don't wear bifocals. <laughs> line or no line, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, where where do I read now? And, and so uh, I think your vulnerability is also sharing with us the, the that season of like trying to figure out, you know, what okay, wow, it's a little bit clearer, but what am I looking at? Mm -hmm. And and what that journey is like. It it is a struggle. It's not it doesn't get you know, we don't see clearly all of a sudden. Um, like the man said, when Jesus spit and made the clay and put it on his eyes, he said, I see men like trees walking. Mm -hmm. he, he's like, I'm not really sure what I'm looking at. I think mm -hmm. it's human beings, but I think there also could be trees, maybe. Right. You know? So um, thank you for, for what you're sharing. Yeah. But I think what happens too, along, it, it, it also it adds up to grace. God has continually given us grace, and we have to keep going through that cycle again till we get it. We'll keep repeating it until we get it. So that's why I'm saying like if we don't identify those things and really take inventory of when just the little things come up, what's in our cup on a daily basis? What's in our cup? If we can deal with those little things that are in our cup, talk about it, um, not internalize it, it, it was, it's what helps us get to that place of the healing. Yeah, but I, I don't want to keep going through that same wall. I don't yeah. want to keep having to deal with that thing, same thing, because I, I believe that I believe the word of God. I do. Uh, I believe that it, 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 we really have to be intentional about when those things may come up to, to take us back to and, and, and intentional about identifying that, that thing that may make me want to uh, react in that way. And, and and see that it's being harmful, mm -hmm. and it's, it and it makes me stagnant as an emotional person. I, I when pain will make you seize. See, Most of the time, when people get hurt, when you see someone hurt, they run mm -hmm. from that spot. Trauma makes you run. From, if I get hit hard in that spot, I'm gonna run from that spot. Mm -hmm. But if I know how to react to that, then Really, I mean, it's graphic, but when someone gets shot a lot or stabbed, a lot of times they want to run. And in running, they bleed out faster. That's why on the work site where, where I am, you know, being in construction, whenever someone get hurt, you can actually be fine for picking that person up, throwing them in the truck, and driving them to the hospital. That's not how you react. You got to assess the situation. You got to turn that person over genuinely. You got to search for the wounds on that person. See if there's punctures on them or whatever. And then you can react in a different way. And that I call that responding rather than reacting. And I think that 
with, as as we learn the traumas that we deal with, that's one of the things that that I can say that I'm learning, and that I hope to be able to help someone else as well with that. Because uh, when we when like I said, when I think of trauma, because you know, growing up in the inner city, a lot of times I thought it was just you know, man, he just got hit with something or you know something huge like that. But again, I'm learning that that trauma for me could for that next person could be that mom putting them down or whatever to that state so i think it's important that we 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 learn that if i can add too i just want to um share a little um something about trauma so we all react to trauma in different ways um emotional and emotional reactions but there's no right or wrong way to think or feel um or respond most of the time we walk around like um this un 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 um uh, evaluated so like even with Gina sharing and validated I'm sorry um, or me so if my mom had never came back to me and said you know what I was wrong for saying you know calling you stupid you know and forgive me we if, if like, she not had that conversation with me I'd be walking around feeling unvalidated that she did not speak into me the things that she should have spoken into me so those are traumas. Over the years, we continue to allow them. We, we stay frozen in it. So those are areas that we need to really see that um, if we don't um, uh, operate in forgiveness even, that person can be dead. The person that has harmed you, abused you, sexual abuse. Sometimes people that have harmed us and caused us pain are gone, and we're still walking around holding that pain. But we have to forgive. In order for our healing to take place, we have to forgive. And so trauma is personal. It does not disappear if it's not validated. Um, and so I just wanted to really um, um, allow us to really um, look at, you know, the handouts. Let's work on it because as we move into this, um, you know, set series of uh, this lesson, we're going to go into depth to more of it. But in order to be people that can help come alongside someone else, we have to identify our own pain first, you all. We can't try to help anyone get anywhere until we deal with us. It starts with it starts with us right here. So let's work on identifying our pain, work on what's going on inside of us, what is causing us to react and re or respond in an unhealthy way that is causing us not to be able to help someone get to their purpose and walk in their healing. Amen. And so hopefully we said something that, you know, Bless you all today, and we'll continue with this. Um, our daughter has a, a, a soccer tournament next weekend, so we'll be out of the state, actually. So um, someone else will be taking we'll be over glad for us. When but soccer's over. We'll be um, we'll be excited about coming back and continuing this lesson. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll just pray out. Uh,